Welcome to the Casello Waste Systems Podcast, Beyond the Bin, where we're lifting the lid off the waste industry to dispel the myths surrounding trash and recycling. Through interviews with community members and industry leaders and experts, we'll dive into the details about what goes into recycling, composting, landfills, waste reduction, and much more. Let's curb those misconceptions and change the way we all think about waste. Hi, I'm Shabazz. And I'm Brianna. We're your hosts for Beyond the Bin, where we'll learn what really happens to your waste and recycling. In today's episode, we'll be speaking with Liza Casella, who was born into the waste industry and recalls many family vacations taking place at the annual Waste Expo. She gives her insightful perspective on how to support customers' goals and operations. We'll be hearing about how Casella supports its customers to achieve ambitious waste reduction and material recovery goals through strategic partnerships and waste management logistics. In this episode, you will hear the term blue bin program. Shabazz, do you want to tell us what that means? Sure. Thanks, Brianna. In this episode, you'll hear Liza mention blue bin program. Blue bin recycling is just another term for single stream recycling, the recycling program where different recyclables like paper, cardboard, containers, etc. are all collected in a single bin. Thanks for joining us today, Liza. We appreciate you coming down. Sure. Well, first, thanks for having me, Shabazz and Brianna. Obviously, you grew up in the waste industry with your dad being one of the founders of the company back in 1975, but I thought it would be interesting to kind of hear how you really got into working for Casella. It's been an awesome experience and super fun, and I've come to not only love the family culture that we have with the company and to be able to affect change and impact the way that the organization is operating from the family perspective, but really more so I've come to really love the industry and the work that we're doing specifically with solutions, but also all of the teams that are working hard every day to get the job done. It definitely does feel like everyone's a family. So even not actually being part of the family, that's definitely a dynamic that's throughout the entire company. And I think that that helps all of us kind of work together, regardless of the line of business that you fall under. That's what's unique about our company. We're a a company that's grown significantly over our 40 plus year history, and we employ 2,500 people. But every one of our employees are part of the family, and I think that's what makes us unique, and that's a big differentiator. And as we drive into the solutions model, I think we've done a really good job trying to weave that into our strategy and into our messaging. So what is solutions? Solutions is really taking a proactive approach to how we manage our customers. So as you guys talked to many of our colleagues earlier today, Uh, You talked a lot about kind of our physical assets and our hard assets and our strategies around collection and uh, our recycling facilities and our landfills and our organics facilities. And all of those are critical, critical, critical assets to our overall strategy. But the neat thing with solutions is we, we take an approach that's focused on what does the customer want, what does the customer need, and how can Casella bring all of our expertise, all of our skills to the table to really drive value for them. And part of that is bringing our assets to the table in collection, in disposal, in recycling, in organics. But it's also about finding new and innovative ways to solve problems. So our focus is really on identifying and understanding what do our customers want? 
what motivates them, what are they trying to accomplish. Some of those things are focused on economic incentives and values. Some of them are focused on environmental values. Some are focused on social values, and, and some organizations are focused on a combination of, of those three pillars. So it's our job to really find ways to execute against the goals of the customer and bring everything Casella has to the table to be able to do that. So as we think about how it molds and meshes with the rest of our business, we like to think of it as uh, solutions, really layers over the top of all of our physical assets. So we have about 160 locations as a business from northern Maine to northwestern Pennsylvania. And solutions sits over the top of all of that. So as we're here in the Northeast, we drive value to our assets. We use our assets to support our customers. But solutions isn't just in the six northeastern states. We, we support customers within about 45 states and across 15,000 locations. So what does that mean when we're in Nebraska or Virginia or California where Casella doesn't have brick and mortar locations? We don't have trucks on the road. It means that we have to build relationships and build strategies around partners to help us deliver the service that our customers expect. And what that provides to us as a benefit is we take a professional services approach for a wide range of environmental services, whether it's waste and recycling or reuse and material management or consultative approaches or has waste, soil remediation, whatever the case might be, we take that professional services approach outside of the Northeast, but it's backed by our 40 plus year history of operating hard assets here in the Northeast. And so that's really the benefit to the customer. We're not just a consultant. We don't come to the table with no operating experience. We really know and understand deeply how this industry works and how to leverage our partners to get the job done. And vice versa in the Northeast, as we go out into our market areas, we can take that professional services approach and apply it to our operational strategy. So our customers aren't limited or bound by just the brick and mortar and the hard assets that we have. They also have access to all of these other professional services, consultative services, and third-party partners that we have leveraged across the U.S. You said the word partner, which is a super interesting point too, because now our customers not only want to see us, but they're truly a lot of them looking for a partnership. They want us there. They want us at events that they're hosting or like safety fairs that they have. They want us more involved in their operation as well, which I think is something that Solutions has a pretty big focus on as well. It's a partnership. It's not picking up your trash and that being it. It's really like working collaboratively together. Yeah, to you had the key word. It's collaboration. And I think, you know, what's interesting is this type of model really comes out of our roots and our origin as a business. We've always been innovative in trying to solve our customers' problems. Our customers want to focus on the core competencies of what their skill is, whether that's manufacturing a product, selling a product in a retail location, educating students, serving your taxpayers from a municipal standpoint. Not all of them want to be experts in waste management. And that's where they really lean on us to provide that collaborative approach. I think a really interesting way to kind of sum up this conversation of collaboration is we often sit in the place of facilitator connector. And some folks, and I think this is maybe in part why people don't always understand what the solution strategy is, because sometimes we can be very far outside of our bounds. But it's because we sit in this place of facilitator connector. And what I mean by that is we've had scenarios where 
a customer in one part of our organization has a product that's a discard. They're trying to get rid of it. We go to find outlets to be able to recover it for recycling or reuse. We happen to find that another customer in another part of our business actually wants that material to use it for their process, for their manufacturing system, or for their consumer. And we're able to avoid the recycling system altogether and send the discarded product from one customer and sell it to another customer for them to be able to use it in their own process and their own internal needs. And that's a pretty cool place to be. It doesn't happen all the time and it's it's not as uh, swift always is what I just said, but really that's kind of the heart of what we're talking about. We sit in a place where we try to retain as much information as possible. We have proprietary relationships and networks. We have an extensive amount of operational expertise as a business. We know and understand how to create value from the materials we manage. And we're constantly sitting in this place where how can we create better partnerships to adjust and tweak the way that we think about waste? What are other challenges and maybe opportunities that you see within sort of innovative model that we're, we're going for? Yeah. So I think the challenges for us internally is how quickly can we get to the place our customers want us to be in? I think we've done a fantastic job delivering on all of the things our customers have asked of us, but that's going to continue to grow and, and change and evolve. But I think one of the challenges we have with our customers is sometimes with big customers, there's often a disconnect between real world, what's happening, boots on the ground, inside the facility, how materials generated, how it's moved, how it's disposed of with folks who may be creating the corporate strategy or the corporate vision. And we even have this sometimes in our business, right? I mean, it's not, it's not a negative. It's just big businesses have many layers and sometimes it's hard to pull all of those pieces together in a meaningful way. And I think there. It's a challenge for us because oftentimes we have customers that create very lofty goals, but they don't know how to get there. And so I think that the opportunity is for us to come in and sit down with a customer and say, okay, create the lofty goal. You tell us where you want to be, but we're going to bring you to reality and say, okay, customer X, we can help you get to these milestones today because these solutions are available. These are the next stage of milestones that we should start to tackle because there's technology on the horizon or in the near future that we think will really come down the pike to help us actually solve for this. And then here's another bucket of really far-reaching goals that we're not sure yet when they'll come. So as long as we create a vision for where we want to go, but a practical plan on how to get there, It's okay to create those lofty goals. So that's a big challenge for us, just making sure our customers have the lofty goals packaged up with a really solid plan on how to actually get there. I think the other thing is today, there are certain material streams that we just can't solve for, or there are certain scenarios, and this may have come up in in the landfill conversation, but there are certain scenarios that happen um, where it's critically important that we have reliable disposal systems um, to lean on. And so one thing that I think sometimes people think about with solutions is we do everything we can to get rid of disposal capacity. Yeah, that's part of our strategy in simple terms, but really it's how do we create more value of the material that's being generated and how do we use all of the systems that are available to us in the most efficient and effective way. And there are certain industrial byproducts today where the only reliable way to handle them is through disposal. And there are certain environmental situations that happen like 
hurricanes and natural disasters where big cleanups with big debris have to happen in a very short period of time. And the only way to logically and logistically get those facilities or those sites or those communities cleaned up is to dispose of that waste. So as we think about and prepare for some of these things, it's it's about putting strategy and plans in place to try to minimize as much of that as possible. But I think another challenge we face, or that I think we may face, I think we're beginning to have these conversations with some of our customers is is also on the, the reduced side of the conversation, right? Because I think oftentimes people think about, well, Casella, you're a waste company, and so they think resource solutions. Okay, you're figuring out the, the solutions for the waste at the end of the line, but we're also beginning within resource solutions with some of those customers that are open to having the conversations because not everyone is yet talking about how can we help them reduce what's even coming in through those doors in the first place, right? Because that's actually some customers that we have are big customers to other places. So they have some some room sometimes to say, hey, you don't need to send that extra packaging or whatever it might be, right? They can figure out like maybe we don't need that component in this product or something, right? Yeah. Um, so there's a couple of examples of that, right? So on the institutional side, uh, many big colleges and universities, well, any college and university brings in materials and supplies for their campus on a daily basis. And when they get these trucks loads of supplies in, they're often packaged in certain ways. And so there's an influx coming onto campus of cardboard and different materials. But the challenge is not so much the cardboard, it's some of the other things like styrofoam or film or um, PVC uh, materials that don't have a, a home in their traditional single stream system. So what do we do with those? And short of creating a separate way of collecting them and processing them, which some big institutions can do because they can collect enough volume to make it economically viable, but many of our small organizations can't do it. So then we really go up the chain and start talking about supply chain management and procurement management and how do we push back on the suppliers in a way that works, but is there anything that they can do differently to help reduce the amount of material that comes onto a campus? Similarly, you know, we talked earlier about data and data being very powerful and a huge need for our customers. We've had scenarios with customers where um, because of the data that we've provided, they've been able to go back into their operations and make tweaks and changes to their actual manufacturing process to either eliminate a certain waste stream that was not necessary, it was just a duplication perhaps, or it was a design, not flaw, but it was a design component that could be easily changed. Or they were able to say, oh my gosh, we're scrapping 20 plus percent of the plastic that we buy and we're buying it at a premium because it's raw material and we're selling it as a downgraded product because they've already manufactured it into something. How can we reduce that 22% scrap rate down to 10% now that we know what our actual scrap is and the value on the inbound and the outbound? So a lot of our customers are looking at reduction altogether and our jobs to help them enable that. And we obviously don't just participate on the material management in the context of collecting and handling and processing the waste streams, but we also help in the outreach, the education, the, the strategy, the, the resources that are needed to change culture and um, programs and process. I think that kind of that wraps us up pretty nicely. Is there anything that you, you know, you'd want to leave people knowing about resource solutions that maybe we didn't touch on or maybe that we did touch on and you just want to, you know, 
provide that extra highlight? So I guess there's two things that I'll leave people with. Um, one is a little bit more tactical and we talked a little bit about single stream. I think this is an important one for this audience. We know the challenges that exist in the recycling market today. Um, the one thing that I think we want to leave this segment of customers with is that single stream is not a one size fits all solution and it's not going to solve all of our recycling needs. It's a very specific specification. And again, that's okay. Where Casella can help is in providing all of the additional services and programs to be able to capture the rest of the recycled stream. Um, so we've done a lot um, on a hyper-focused local level to create small-scale industrial operations and small-scale recycling solutions to capture a wide variety of materials that aren't accepted in the traditional blue bin, blue bin program. So we can dig into that in another segment, but I think that's important for this group of, of customers to understand. And then I think the second piece that we can drill home one more time is what, Brianna, you brought up, which is the collaboration piece. So it's about the journey, not the destination. Um, and we've got a long way to go. And the nice thing is, as we continue to create more opportunities to change infrastructure, create new technology, provide new solutions, be innovative together, we're going to change the way that materials are generated right out of the get-go. So as long as um, our customers and Casella and our partners can be open to collaborating, open to brainstorming, open to diverse stakeholder stakeholders coming together to solve the problem, we'll be in a really great place. And I think um, that's where ultimately Solutions wants to be. We want to be the lead facilitator in trying to help solve problems. And the problems can be vast or they could be very narrowly focused to how do I capture more of the plastic water bottle that's sitting in front of me? So those are the two items I'd leave you guys with. Thanks for having this session. Thank you, Liza. And thanks to our listeners for joining us to learn about the Casella approach to supporting customers to achieve their waste and recycling goals. Stay tuned for our next episode where we'll be talking about energy and the waste industry. As usual, don't forget to follow this podcast, give us that five-star rating, and share your feedback and future topics you'd like to learn more about. We can't wait to hear from you.